Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to Catrice with Check Your Business. Um, today, we're going to talk about something really cool, which is your uh, personalities or your um, temperaments when it comes to business. Um, this is really important because it really does help you grow as a business owner and it helps you to become a better person for your business. So let me go ahead and take, um, we're going to start off by talking about um, personality traits. And, and I'm going to tell you that this is one of the biggest things that most people, um, they don't think about when it comes to business, because in their minds, you know, they have a dream, they have a goal, they have a, you know, whatever. And their biggest thing is making sure that they can start the business. However, sometimes our personality traits or our temperaments can be the one thing that messes us up and doesn't allow us to have the business that we're looking for because of the things that we may do. So um, looking at your personality traits and your temperaments will be really big in, in helping you um, become more successful in business. So the, the first one that we're going to look at is sanguine. Sanguine is basically the person that is the popular person. Um, they're the one that people love and always want to have fun with and always talking to about all the cool stuff that goes on in the world. And they're always in the know of stuff and always around something that, that's just popping off and having a great opportunity to do something fun. Now, the one thing that I can tell you about uh, people that are sanguine is that they have emotional needs. Uh, their needs are to be um, people for pe people to have um, give them attention. They need to have someone give them affection. They need approval. They need to be accepted by people. And their biggest way of getting these things out of people is basically using charm. Now, sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. It just depends on the, the people that they're trying to impact and be important be a part of their lives. But it is an opportunity um, that they can use um, when it comes down to working with others and, and learning how to be a better um, person. Charm is a really good thing to have whenever you're trying to you know, get someone to do business with you. A lot of times we, some of the other um, uh, temperaments, they don't have charm and it, it messes them up. And so sanguine is one of the four basic um, <laughs> temperaments that people will have. There are actually four of them total. <clears throat> Excuse me. So sanguine is the first one. Now, the strength that the person that's a sanguine person is that they are people persons. They love people, always talking to someone, always got a joke, always laughing, always have you cracking up laughing about something crazy that they've been telling you about or something really funny. They're humorous. They they um, are very creative with their, you know, not just with their words, but with their, you know, personality, the way they dress, how they look, how they keep everything together. And they're very colorful people which is really good. Like they, they're, those are the people that draw you in. That's their strength. They're great storytellers. Have you ever been around someone and you, and you look at them and say, well, what happened to you? And they have this phenomenally crazy story that you would never think to ever happen. But man, the way they tell that story, it just breaks it down. And you're like, oh my God. And you feel like you just know you were there 
by the time they're done talking. That is what a sanguine person is. They are those that's those are their personality traits, like their strengths. Now their weaknesses are that they are disorganized. They talk way too much. They'll they talk so much that they overtalk you. Um, they are um, easily distracted by any and everything. It's like a dog whenever they see a squirrel. Um, squirrel, and they're gone, and they they're on to something totally different. And then they're they're often that the person that either procrastinates or is late all the time. Now, how does that help your business or hurt your business? Well, if you're a people person, people are just drawn to you. Um, if you're a great storyteller, they hear all the stuff that you have to say. But if you talk too much and you're talking to a client about something, you can overtalk yourself out of a, a, of, a, of a job. Or if you are easily distracted and you don't get stuff done on time, your client is looking at that as you not being um, taking responsibility and being able to handle the work that's given to you. That is something that people are going to look at and they're going to lose their minds, especially if there's serious deadlines in place and you can't get stuff done. So how do you combat that? Well, number one, um, if you're disorganized, you need to try to figure out how to get stuff done easily, which means that you may need to deal with lists. You may need to deal with cleaning out stuff, making sure that your desk is always neat so that you can try to get things don't shove stuff just anywhere and then be like, I know where everything's at. No, no. If you are disorganized and you have stuff all over the place, when someone comes into your office, they're looking at you as someone that is incapable of taking care of your own business. So you need to make sure that that stuff is straight at all times. Look at, look at how you keep everything around yourself. And then if you are e easily distracted by something, your, your goal is to work every single day, maybe meditating and focusing on peace or something that will help you practice focusing on what you need to focus on for business. Another thing that you might want to do is if you're often late on a project or something is always kind of taking your attention away from getting something done on time, write out those lists and work on each aspect of the list as quickly as possible and mark off what you've done on a regular basis. The more you do that, the better things get for you and it makes it easier for you as a person to be better at what you do. This will help you as a sanguine to get um, to do better business. So that's the first part that we want to look at. Let's go on to the next one. Okay, so the second one is called caloric. Caloric people are probably one of the most powerful um, group of people you'd ever want to be around. Um, they are very much so into making sure that their world is well controlled. Um, they, their needs are to, for, to have the people that are loyal around them, um, a sense they need, again, and they need to have a sense of control. Um, they like to be appreciated and also credited for the work that they've done. And then they control people a lot of times through anger. Now, this is not always the case. Um, it could be that they they have strong personalities and they're they're not really angry, but they're more so um, aggressive is how people see them. 
Now, with that being said, uh, uh, people that are caloric have some awesome strengths. They are decisive in what they want to do. They know exactly what they want to do, how they, they've already started planning it in their heads, how they're going to get stuff done. They're capable of being able to tell other people what to do and lead and direct them in how to get certain things taken care of, especially when it comes to business. They are very well, um, um, they work really well under pressure. Like if, if you have a deadline that needs to be done, you want to give it to a person that's caloric because they will bust it out without any issues, no questions, no nothing. Um, they are the ones that you will call whenever you're under some serious pressure and, and need some help to get things moving quickly. Um, they're productive oriented. So um, they believe in showing you the results of the work that they've done. Um, and it's really important to them that they that they can show you the results. That's a big deal to them. Um, and then the next thing is that they're really great leaders. They are the ones that people call on, like if something needs to be taken care of and they need to get people snapped into position and in order so they can get the work done. The, a caloric person is that person. But in a lot of cases, that caloric person has many weaknesses. One, they're too opinionated. They will tell you how they feel and tell you what they think and tell you all of blah, blah, blah. And they will walk on somebody's emotions quicker than you can think of. They, it just, it just happens. They're very opinionated. The next thing is that they're workaholics and they expect that if they're a workaholic, whoever is around them working must work as hard as they work. We don't mean to be like that. Yes, I'm very caloric. That is my personality trait. Um, but if if I'm working hard, I play hard at the you know when it's over with. But I work hard, and I want to see the people that are around me working just as hard. And then they can be overly intensive. Um, man, <laughs> you can the, the passion that comes from them is quite amazing, we'll say. Um, they're very passionate people. They're intense about what they're doing. They, especially if they really believe in what they're doing, they're extremely intense. They will, they draw you in from that to a certain extent because it's like, wow, you really, really believe and really do exactly what you say. And you're just so, you're just so a lot. <laughs> And so, yes, it it's it can that can be a weakness, most definitely. And then they're very insensitive. Again, they don't mean to be insensitive, but they are. Their mindset is, oh my God, um, I'm not trying to hurt you, but this still needs to be taking place or this has happened and we've got to get it done. And I'm sorry that, you know, someone died in your family, but life still goes on. Let's come on, let's get over it and move forward. And meanwhile, it's your, you know, someone really important that died and that person's not going to get over it that quickly. So um, one of the things that you really, that, that we as caloric people, because I am one of those, we have to learn how to tone down. We tone, I tone down so much. Yes, I'm still a caloric person. Yes, I still have the leadership skills. Yes, I'm still that person that will get stuff done. But I have learned how to really quiet stuff within me so that people are not offended as much as they used to be with me. So that has become a big plus. And 
you really want to work on that caloric people um, because your weaknesses could be your biggest downfall in business. With that being said, we're going to go on to the next one. So the next trait that is really kind of cool that I really love, I think it's so awesome, is the phlegmatic people. Now, phlegmatic people are normally peaceful. Um, they All they want is their peace of mind. All they want is just to have peace around them. They do not want to be bothered with the troubles of the world. And when you meet these people, they are so quiet and they're the ones that are laid back and they're the ones that don't make really any sudden moves. And they are the ones that really just, you know, you, you, you like being around them because they're even killed. Okay. They're quiet and, and, and their emotional needs are to, to always have peace and, and have quiet people that, you know, don't want too much emotional stuff going on. Um, they need to have, they, it's important for them to feel like they, they're, they're they have some kind of worth, um, that you really, um, can see them and appreciate certain things about them. And then um, they don't want to be stressed out. The lack of stress is a big deal. And 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 they control um, oh, another thing that they like to have also is respect. You, you've got to respect these people. If you disrespect them in any aspect, they don't flip out, but they will make sure that you understand that they don't want to be bothered with you. And one of the ways that they control their atmosphere, others in every aspect of their life is procrastination. If you tell them that something needs to be done immediately, they get a stubborn spirit and say, nope, I'm not doing it. And that's kind of how things will go with these, uh, with phlegmatic people. And it's not that they're being mean. It's just that they don't want to feel that pressure, that rush, that anything. So they'd rather put it off than do anything. Now, I had a client that was like this, sidebar guys, um, and super nice person, super, super, super nice person. And we would get to working on things and trying to grow and build relationship. And, you know, um, I was helping this person with a business plan. And they told me up front that, that they're, when they first get excited, get, uh, get, get to working on something, they get super excited about it. But then after a while, they just kind of pop off and, and leave. They, they, they don't mean to do, you know, to do it, but they just kind of pop off and leave. And so I was like, okay. And so when we first got started, the, the strengths of a phlegmatic person is that they're adaptable. They're good under pressure. They're good, great listeners. And they're just super nice. They're just, oh my God, the nicest people. Super, 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 super nice people. Um, again, they could be, they're the quiet version of sanguine. So um, as we begin to talk and work and everything, the more um, we got to, to try to get into the real meat of the, the, the business planning, the more stubborn the person became, which is a weakness that, that most people that are phlegmatic have. And then the more they procrastinated on doing the assignments and then they began to avoid me. Didn't want to come to the meetings, didn't want to talk to me about anything. They just got quiet, shut down and would not do anything. 
And those are the weaknesses that a phlegmatic person will have. And it will end up eating up, eating them up inside because they know that they need to get something done, but they just don't want to do it. And so they become this whole other opposite of, 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 productivity, they become the procrastinator in every aspect and they become the stubborn in how they feel about what's going on inside of them. So if you are a phlegmatic person, how do you get past that? Well, one, um, no one can, can make you as a person and this is the one thing. Okay. So let me go back to my, my person that I was working with. So they were phlegmatic and that, and I didn't realize this until after the fact um, of us working together. And after I thought about everything the person told me, they told me um, that they needed someone to motivate them and get them going. And I was like, okay, I think I can do that. No, it's not my job. That's not what I'm here for. You have to already be motivated in something that you love in order for it to work. And I never, it really hit me after we stopped working together um, and they became like, just, you know, just straight stop, straight pause on everything and just literally stubbornly decided they weren't going to do anything because the more I said something, the more they just backed away. And so I began to think about that and it was like, well, if you're a business owner, how do you handle yourself whenever you're the you're the one that is stubbornly not willing to do anything? Well, you got to get out of your head is the first thing. You've got to get out of your head. You got to stop thinking that, number one, that um, you can't do something, that, that um, it's just too hard or not even that it's too hard. It's just like it, it becomes a roadblock. How do you get rid of a roadblock that's in your mind? You have to outthink yourself when it comes to that. You have to be like, you know what? I understand that I'm struggling in this area right now, but if I complete the task, I will win. And that's how you have to kind of like psychologically move past what's going on. It's not about completing the task. It's about winning against yourself. And so I would say that for people that are phlegmatic, Please, please, please rethink about how you do business, um, because if you procrastinate or if you stubbornly decide that you're not going to do something, most of the time you're not hurting anybody but yourself. And people can motivate you. But in all honesty, even with them motivating you to try to be something or do something that you know that you should do because it's your business or even if you're doing something for someone else, if you're if you're doing it without having that straight motivation for yourself, then it's really not really helping you as a business person, bottom line. So with that being said, let's go on to the next one. So the final one that we're gonna look at is called melancholy. Now, as soon as someone hears that word, it's like, oh my God, they're so sad. No, no, melancholy people are some of the coolest people you'd ever want to get to, to be around because they have this knack for wanting things to be perfect, which means that they're not going to turn out when it comes to business. They're not going to turn out junk. They're going to make sure that stuff is on point. It's going to be looking good. The presentation is going to be there. It's going to be all that it needs to be. Now, the basic desire of a person that is that's melancholy is to have perfection. Um, but 
they know that perfection is in, in most cases is never something that can be completely achieved. So they get as close as possible to it. Now, um, with melancholy people, they really um, have some needs. They, they're sensitive. They're very sensitive people. Um, they are they they have to have someone that is support that can, will support them in in many aspects of life and then they need to have some kind of space like you can't you can't just keep coming up on a person that is a melancholy person and giving them a whole bunch of stuff and constantly coming at them and combating and and going at them and going at them and going at them eventually they will shut completely down on you um and they like to be um again um somewhat silent and at peace as well. Um, and then they control mostly by being in a good or or a bad mood. If they're in a bad mood, you can forget trying to deal with them. They're not going to talk to you. They're not going to spend time with you. They're not going to do anything. They're just going to go on about their lives and pretend like you do not exist. Or if they're in a really good mood, um, they'll, they will um, bend over backwards to try to help you and get things done and, and, and help you be the best that you can be. They are the ones that you look to whenever stuff gets really um, serious with business. Some of their strengths that you want to look at is that they pay a lot of attention to detail. They are very detail-oriented people. I mean, like detail oriented, they spot stuff that you would never think would be spotted because they are detail oriented people. Um, They are very good with numbers. Um, uh, If you are a tax person or someone that is into um, um, accounting or if you are into, let's say, Anything that deals with numbers, anything, that's your field. That's, I mean, it's not anything that, you know, you may hate it, but that's your field. You know it is and you're good at it. Um, They're great with processes and systems. What does that mean? That means that if a choleric person gives some like something that needs to be done to a melancholy person, the melancholy person will sit down and come up with a whole plan and mark it down step by step of what needs to be done in order for them to get whatever need that you, the caloric person told them to take care of taken care of. They are the ones that will work completely, um, completely uh, in synonymous with a caloric person. And then they are self-starters and initiators. Oh my goodness. You do not have, they, you are the person that will do any and everything that is completely, um, able to get you off the ground and keep it moving. Uh, with that being said, they have some serious weaknesses. And it's not bad. It's not really serious, serious, but it's something that you have to look at. Um, Weaknesses like, for example, melancholic people do not like spontaneity. They don't like something that takes them off their beaten path. If you make any kind of a change, they get emotional about it. Can't handle it almost. Um, They struggle under pressure. They do not like having somebody or anything 
make them feel like something is time sensitive or um, being given ultimatums or anything. They don't want that pressure. That pressure will drive them completely nuts and they'll end up folding on you and just walking away. Um, They're hard to please. I haven't met too many phlegmatic people that, I'm sorry, melancholy people that are hard to please. It's more of they kind of will pull your stuff apart and nitpick at certain little areas. But it's not that they're being hard to please. It just is, it may be just, you know, that one area that needs to be fixed and it's not being fixed and they'll tell you about it. Um, and they can't function without structure. If, if, if things are out of whack with them, if something is going wrong, if there's a lack of any kind of structure, most of the time a melancholy person will not even sign on to do something with you or do sign on to do anything because they know that it's not right and they won't work with that. They can't work with that. It's virtually almost impossible for them to work. So how do you get past that? Well, the first thing you have to look at is... Um, Get your panties out of a wad and relax. (laughs) Because that's a super wound up thing. I mean, sometimes the caloric people and the melancholy people, they kind of mesh really well because they they have some of the same things going on. But you you can't allow yourself to be that emotionally wound up or even that business wound up. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you that a lot of times, you know, with those personalities, it can, you can really hurt yourself trying to do something that people are not ready for. Um, so how do we handle this? Well, with one, with one, let's talk about this, uh, the, the sanguine people again. Do you want to grow your business or reach your target market? then the PowerLink Business Expo is for you. At the PowerLink Business Expo, you'll meet hundreds of people that are interested in your products and services. You'll connect with decision makers that are ready to do business with you. So don't miss out on the most impactful event that will take place on May the 11th and 12th this year. The PowerLink Business Expo will be held at the Kareem Sanders Community Center downtown in Pensacola. So register today. For more information, go to www.thepowerlinkexpo.com or call 850-291-3003. Come to the PowerLink Business Expo and get linked up.